Welcome to episode 26 of the Country Line Songwriter Series, where you'll hear from some of the most successful artists and songwriters working in Nashville today. Country music is all about storytelling, and this is where you'll discover the stories from the people themselves of how they managed to find their way into such a competitive industry and rise to the top what motivates and inspires them, and what they've learned along the way. Scotty McCreary began singing as a child in Garner, North Carolina. School performances eventually gave way to local competitions, and McCreary won a singing competition in the nearby town of Clayton before trying out for American Idol as a 16-year-old. Auditioning with Josh Turner's Your Man, he made good use of his country twang and deep baritone vocals, prompting the judges to compare him to Randy Travis. McQuarrie passed the audition, became an audience favourite and eventually won the competition in May of 2011. McQuarrie's coronation song was I Love You This Big, a country ballad that sold nearly 175,000 copies during its first week of release. The song also cracked the country charts at number 32, making it the highest charting debut single in country music history and helped stir up anticipation for his full-length album, which he recorded while preparing for American Idol's summer tour. Clear as Day appeared in the fall of 2011 from Mercury Nashville, debuting at number one on Billboard's Top 200 the week of its release. It went on to be one of the better-selling Latter-day Idol-related records, earning a platinum certification and producing another hit single in The Trouble With Girls. The following year, McCreary released the seasonal Christmas with Scotty McCreary in time for the 2012 holiday season. In October of 2013, he returned with his second official studio album, See You Tonight. Produced by Frank Rogers, the album moved McCreary into bright contemporary country pop. It was a success, debuting at number one on Billboard's Country Albums chart and earning McCreary the Breakthrough Artist Award at the 2013 American Country Awards. In 2015, he issued a brand new single called Southern Bell and toured with Rascal Flatts. In 2017, McCreary signed with Triple Tigers, a new imprint distributed by Sony Nashville. Seasons Change, his first album for his new label, arrived in 2018 and gave him three number one hits on Billboard's Country Airplay chart. Five more minutes, this is it, and in between. In 2020, he released U Time, which went to number one on the Billboard Country Airplay charts, setting up the 2021 release of its parent album, Same Truck. And in 2022, Scotty McCreary performed at the C2C Festival, which is when I, Stuart Bamford, chatted with him in Dublin. The Countryline Songwriter Series with Scotty McCreary. So, Scotty, you're kicking off your C2C run today in Dublin at the Three Arena. You know, obviously, with the pandemic forcing the cancellation of uh, two of your shows over the past two years, I have to tell you, you do not know what's in store for you when you hit that stage today. I mean, the reception you get, the fans here, you have no idea. What does it mean for you to finally be here and this happening? Oh, it's amazing. We've been looking forward to this one for a long, long time now, for sure. Longer than longer than most. So um, I keep hearing about the crowd and how awesome it is. C2C has been on my bucket list for a long time now. So I am, I'm pumped up for the show and can't wait to just see the crowd out there. I believe from tracing your family ancestry, you've discovered that the McCreary's are originally from Ulster. Yeah. I noticed from following you on socials, earlier this week you were in Hoth. I saw you were at uh, Temple Bar yesterday having a cheeky few wee pints of Guinness. Um, have you had a chance to do a bit of exploring at Dublin? And is it how you imagine it would be or what surprised you? 
Oh, it's been amazing. Is that how you say it too, Hoth? Is that the, the American? We've been saying Hoth. You know, just sounding all country. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to level with you, right? I thought it was Hoth, but I have a brother who lives down here, and I had to double check with him. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. That's that's amazing. No, it it really has been awesome. We've been walking around everywhere. We've we've visited quite a few pubs by now. We we hit the Temple Bar Pub and that district over there. Uh, went to Brazen Head. Um, and just been enjoying a little history while we've been enjoying a little Guinness as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and we've you know seen St. Patrick's and just walking around town and everybody's made us feel so welcome. And me and my wife immediately after day one is like we're coming back here, like because we've been able to spend three days, but we want to come spend like a week or two or three, you know, and really get to take it in. We love to hear that, and possibly even a wee trip up north, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I would love to. I'd love to go kind of really dig into the ancestry and, and see where the McCreary's are from. And Back home, I don't know if it's different here or the same, we're one of the few McCreary's back home that have two E's. Okay. And I don't know, if is that an Ireland thing, or did they just mess it up when they came overseas? Everybody else has McCreary with two E-A. What's funny, I have a family friend called Linda McCreary, and it's spelt the same way as yours, so yeah. maybe small world, who knows, yeah, you know? very small world. Maybe we're related, <laughs> absolutely. Tell me this, um, your wife, Gabby, she's over on this trip with you. Being that she's a, a pediatric nurse, you've both got incredibly hectic schedules. It must be really magic to take this time out. I know you're working, but, you know, to be able to create these memories on this trip, you know? Yeah, that's what it's all about for us. You know, we're, we're still, you know, three to four years in on our marriage. We're 28 years old. Uh, to be able to do this at such a young age and travel the world and get these experiences and see these new cultures, um, it, it's amazing for us just as a couple um, growing in our relationship and growing in our knowledge of the world outside of our little bubble back home. Um, we've been enjoying it, and uh, hopefully we get to do a lot more of it. I saw at the beginning of the week you were in Vegas for the ACM Awards. How much fun was that? But also, how sort of surreal, for want of a better word, to be amongst such a large gathering of people all coming together to celebrate country music? You know, the award shows are are so much fun. Uh, Everybody says it, but it is like a reunion of just... uh, uh, all the country artists coming back, and everybody's nice. Everybody's friends. Everybody, it's there's nobody that I'm like, oh, I hope I don't see them. You know, <laughs> it's really a, a great thing. And um, we actually were flying here. We had flew here a day early so we could spend some time in Dublin. So we missed the the stadium, the actual show this year. But uh-huh. we watched, and uh, it looked like an amazing, amazing night for sure. Yeah, yeah. Your current single from your fifth album, Same Truck, is Damn Straight, written by Trent Tomlinson and of course the great Jim Collins. It is, as the title would suggest, both the song and the music video, very much in honour of the great George Strait. I'm led to believe the first ever concert that you went to was James Taylor, but the first country artist that you saw live was George Strait. Firstly, how incredible was it when you noticed that he shared the music video to his socials? But also talk to me a bit about sort of what George Strait's music means to you. Damn straight, you're killing your man, you know I've always been your biggest fan. George has been just a humongous influence on my life, my country music career. Uh, James Taylor was my first concert, but I was such a kid and such a youngster that I feel like, in my mind, Straight was kind of my first, like, the whole show I can tell you start to back, you know, um, what it was like. So he's the king of country music, you know. He's he's awesome, and 
Um, for me, that day, just a few weeks ago, he, we, we had the song out there, we had the music video, and uh, I didn't even know George knew how to work Twitter, you know? <laughs> so it was pretty, uh, pretty amazing to see him tweet out the video, and it kind of put his stamp of approval on it. And mm-hmm. It meant a lot to, to a young artist like me. It, it was, uh, he didn't have to do that, but the fact that he did, it, it meant a lot. And the music video was just gorgeous. I mean, filmed at Green Hall in uh, Texas, the oldest dance hall in Texas. Famously, George and uh, his ace and the whole band would have performed there years before he landed a record deal. How special to be in there shooting it? And whose idea was it for the video to be in that lovely cinematic black and white? Yeah, well, first it was amazing being there. You really could feel like the ghost of, of George Strait's past, like right there. You, you could feel that, man, there's a lot of history happened here in Green Hall. Um, as far as the video and why we shot down there, uh, me and my director, Jeff Ray, he shot a bunch of my videos here recently, starting with Five More Minutes. We were talking about it, and he had this idea, um, and we just kind of worked on it. Originally, it was going to be shot in Nashville at like a performing arts theater, and I was like, ah, it would be an amazing video, but I think what would take it over the edge is if we went down to Texas, mm-hmm. and we have to go like to Georgia's territory. and. And then Jeff came back and said, well, what about Green Hall? Kind of where George got started. I was like, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what we need to do. And last September, the lead single from the same truck album, You Time, that became your fourth consecutive number one. The last time we spoke, I think you told me you wrote that with, was it Aaron S. Ice and Frank Rogers? Yes. And um, being what you've been through, obviously the the label switch. And I remember, like, you know, as a fan of yours, I remember at that time uh, reading articles by a lot of cynical journalists who were almost trying to write your career off. Yeah. To have come back and, you know, the level of consistent success, your career has never been bigger. It must be very sweet. It's very sweet, yeah. I mean, I, I think you're not going to go through life without some ups and without some downs, you know. And so, yeah, that was obviously a down for me, but, you know, I... I couldn't allow myself to feel bad for myself for that long. Like my life had been amazing up to that point. You just had to, you know, figure out, hey, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and keep working, and we'll see what happens. And um, at that point, I'd written my my favorite song I'd ever written, probably still to this day, five more minutes. Mm-hmm. And I believed in the song and believed in what it could do. We just had to figure out how we we're going to get it out there. Um, and eventually, we we you know figured things out, and little by little, it, it things started happening. And um, yeah, I, I've never had more fun than I'm having right now, for sure. Forget the success, just the overall team, um, my wife being out here, everybody. It's it's a great time right now, for sure. This certainly seems like the most reflective album that you've ever written and recorded. Certainly the one, if you were to say, you know, who is Scotty McCreary as an artist? This is the example that you hand to them. You know, talk to me a bit about that, like, um, you know, how proud you are of that body of work. Very proud for most of this being made over 2020 and the pandemic and mm-hmm. uh, riding a lot of this from home. We had another project ready to go for the most part. Um, and then the world shuts down and you have nothing but time to pick up a guitar and write more songs and make another record. And we did that. And it's also for me, if I think about it, the first time I've really had a chance to sit at home for an extended period of time since I was you know, basically 15 years old because Idol started for me when I was 16. Um, so just being able to sit at home for a year and think back and reflect on life, I think that's kind of where my perspective came for a lot of the songs. Okay. And uh, very proud of how it turned out. And I love the fact that the title of the album is like an ode to your own truck. It's a, a Ford F-150. You call it Loretta, and uh, you got it whenever you want American Idol. You do realize that someday that's going to be sitting in the Country Music Hall of Fame and Museum, right? <laughs> sure hope so, man. That's always the dream to end up at a place like that. So. Um, That'll be along down the line, though, because I'm going to drive Loretta for a long time. At least that's the plan.
Tell me this final question. So today, Dublin, tomorrow, London, Sunday, Glasgow. This coming week, you're playing some shows in Europe. You know, with the growth of C2C and radio stations like ours, you know, it wasn't that long ago when very few country artists would have come to Ireland. They would have primarily toured in the States. But those who've done it end up becoming, I mean, Garth Brooks is a great example. In September, he's playing five nights in a stadium down the road here to 80,000 people a night. Has it always been an ambition of yours? Have you always had that vision of taking your music bigger than the US? And why do you think all of a sudden all these country stars, because they tend to say play C to C in March and then maybe come back sort of October, September time and tour again and build on it, yeah? Yeah, I think that's what it's all about, you know, the... I don't think there's any reason to, to keep your music to yourself or to your own little bubble back home. I always want to reach more people with my music, and since I got started, my, my phrase has always been, I just want to impact people in a positive way with my music. So if that can be to folks in North Carolina, great. If that can be to folks in California, great. If that can be to folks in Dublin, Ireland, awesome. Like in Glasgow and, and London, all over, going to Germany, I, I love it. And um, we have so much fun doing it too, and everybody's so nice and welcoming and they know our songs. Once you get it once, it's like a drug. You just want to keep coming back. And so um, we're glad to be back here and can't wait for this week. Well, you're going to get ahead of that drug very soon when you hit that <laughs> stage, man. Listen, appreciate your time so much. You didn't have to do this. I really do appreciate it. Thank and um, just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it. Looking forward to it. The Country Line Songwriter Series with Scotty McCreary. More episodes from this series are available on the Countryline app and website or just search for the Countryline Songwriter Series wherever you normally get your podcasts.